and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. James. Hello. And Brody. Hello. James, before we get stuck into the swing of things, did I hear that you've beaten Elden Ring? Yeah, you did. Um, I tweeted it, so it was there for you to read, for ah, sure. Ah, that's where I saw it. I was trying to remember. Yeah, sure. Um... Yeah, I have. What do you want to know? It's good. <laughs> did you did you enjoy it? Is it how yeah, long did I've, it take you? So it took me like ninety ish hours. Um, it was a long ninety. It was a it's a mixed emotions, I guess. Um, uh-huh. I spent four of those hours on one boss, um, but Ouch. she's optional. So if anyone gets put off by that, don't let it. You can just skip her if you want, but I didn't want to. Um, yeah, like it's it. It's good. It's I think it's my second favorite from game, um, behind Sekiro. So, cool. Yeah, great game. Really good game. And your um, favorite for this year so far? Yes, but nothing's come out this year, so I don't like saying things like that because I feel like it's cheating. <laughs> but um, yeah, Rude no, it is for oh, Horizon. I don't know. I, I, not at all. <laughs> that like every every open world game I play since I've played Horizon, I realize how much I don't like that game but i will come back to it one day but not yet fair enough um Mm -hmm. question for a novice for elden ring and souls Mm -hmm. games more often how do you know if an option a boss is optional like is it just you're straying off the main path and therefore not a boss you're required to beat um there's not really a way to know i guess um Usually you can run past it or you can, with Elden Ring, I think a lot of people will be like running away somewhere else to do something else if they need to get stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no like marker per se. Um, you just kind of know, like in this whole area, like I knew that it was a, like it wasn't the story area. There's like a whole sec area that you don't actually have to go to, um, but if yeah. you do, it's quite fucked. Um, yeah. I mean, you could probably Google it now. Like there's guides everywhere. Um, yeah. But yeah, like there's no there's no real way to know. Most of the main bosses, you don't actually have to beat all the main bosses anyway. Like I think you have to beat two to finish it, which is oh, how really? people have finished it in like two hours and stuff already. Right. Yeah. So um, it's pretty chill. When they said like they think more people will finish it, I see. I know what they mean. Like there's just so many options to players and stuff in terms of like support and even mm. magic now is much better than it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic game. I didn't like. I just haven't played a game for so long like that where like i'll go to work and just be thinking about it and i'll come straight back home yeah um i've only played like an hour of it so far i've like committed to finishing horizon before i dive back into it because i feel like it's just gonna demand my time Mm. um i I see you looking at me like i doubt you're gonna go back to this i'm not looking at i'm not looking at you at all i'm looking away i I literally (laughs) i literally on the train back from work today was watching like begin's guide to elden ring so i'm not actively playing at the moment but i'm like watching videos (laughs) like preparing myself to sink more time into it anyhow we should crack on and speaking of punishing games one is returnal which was i had the segue planned out in my head and i've totally botched it one was returnal that was included in today's playstation state of play shannon are you eager to play some co-op returnal i think so i think i feel like just recently we were talking about the fact that we didn't finish Returnal, like quite a few of us, maybe when Seafood came out or something, or Elden Ring. Um, mm. But yeah, I was one of those people that got to that third area and sort of fell off it, both because it was hard and I think a few other things came out, maybe Resident Evil or something. Um, 
But yeah, I think this is a good addition. I don't really think it's something they would have planned to do before launch maybe, but I think maybe they've seen some data that a lot of people didn't finish it. And I think what a great way to allow people to finish it, I think. Do you think it's... Brody and I... Brody, might throw this one to you, actually, because we were talking about it before the start of the show. Do you think it's likely to make it any easier or would you expect it to kind of scale the difficulty a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. They haven't exactly elaborated on that as far as I know. I would hope that it might just be the same experience, but uh, made easier for people that want to sort of just get through Mm. it. Because I guess that's their answer to not having to bring in difficulty modes and stuff like that. You can just literally throw double the firepower at something. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if it scales based on having two people in there, then God fucking help us. Still <laughs> I... You fuck shit up pretty bad, though, by stacking stuff um, with yeah. two people, I reckon. I was going to say, that... like, yeah. even just adding a second person for, like, moral support and, and stuff will make people yeah. want to get through it with someone else. Um, even, even I don't think it'll be harder, though, or maybe they'll have an option. Like, if you die... I'd like to know how they're going to... Can how they, Yeah, how are they going to... Ha- how are they going to handle death and like revives and stuff like that? Because I mean, yeah, dying is I guess point. the whole point. <laughs> if you can get res, then I guess that instantly makes it easier. Much easier. Mm. Or maybe you just stay dead, and then it's the other person has to finish. It maybe on you need to like cool. clear a checkpoint to like yeah, revive the next, the the next level. Yeah, next part yeah. of the level. I mm. think it's cool. I think it's it's interesting, and it's going to really change the dynamics of that game. So I'm excited yeah. to see. Yeah, so in the middle of like got my group chat talking today of like jumping back into it because I think we all kind of fell off of it um, back at the time because it was just too grueling for us. Um, but yeah, like we all wanted to play more of it and I think this has kind of given us um, the uh, the interest again. Um, James, I'm going to come and quiz you now then. Other than a demo for Strangers of Paradise, the Final Fantasy Origin game we've got coming out soon, there wasn't as much Final Fantasy today as we hoped there would be. Did either of Square Enix's games stand out to you at all? Um, the two Final new ones, I should say. Yeah, Final... F- oh, wait. What, Final Fantasy Origins looks good. I still think that'll be good. Um, the Dio Field Chronicle is a <laughs> strange name. Um, I Yeah, I can't help but feel like, why not just make like a Final Fantasy Tactics game? I think that's what everybody wants. Um, maybe mm. that's what this kind of is anyway. Um, not really my kind. I've still got a triangle strategy. Like, I bought that. I think I said last week, and I still haven't played it. Um, yeah. So I've still got that to go. Um, Valkyrie Profile, never got into it, but a lot of people really like that series, so it's cool that they're doing new stuff um, still. I do like that Square isn't just a Final Fantasy factory. You know, they could be easily, but they're not. Um, yeah. But... I don't know if these games ever really break in to that market as well as they want to. Um, yeah, like, I think the Valkyrie like, games are, like, pretty popular, but, like, obviously not in comparison to Final Fantasy. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. But then, like, I, I'm just waiting for them to, like, release this, and then it sells, like, 10 million copies or something, and then they're like, oh, it didn't meet our expectations, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just such a weird publisher. Like, I think about, like, Babylon's Fall. Like and yeah. no one knows that came out, and it's you know for good reason. Well, yeah, <laughs> all platinum. I hope they're okay. I hope they're safe. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> though, this is the the 35th anniversary year of Final Fantasy as a franchise, right? Like it you're is. not expecting to see more of 16 or mention of remake part. I mean, you like we've already got Chocobo GP and Stranger <laughs> of Paradise. Like, what more do you need to celebrate? <laughs> yeah. A series as storied as Final Fantasy. 
Was um, was the next Final Fantasy meant to come out last year originally, or was that just speculated? I think we assume. I think it's showing. close. It could be. I reckon it's next year though. Now, yeah, yeah, for sure. Same. But yeah, have you got the uh, the demo installed for Strangers of Paradise? No, I don't. Get on Maybe it, James. What are yeah, you doing well, tonight? I'm doing other things. I'm just. Bu- <laughs> I'm so busy now. I had nothing to Playing do last week. Yeah. Brody, let me come and ask you then. I'm sure you're keen on Track to Yomi, seeing as it's published by Devolver, but was there anything else that caught your eye? Or if you just want to uh, gush about Track of Yomi, be my guest. No, I mean, I won't, I won't gush because everyone will call me a Devolver shill as per usual, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, that game does look good. Um, as for the rest of the state of play, I, I was a bit disappointed with it. I think mm. Ghostwire Tokyo looks really good. I'm pretty excited for that. But everything else, I'm just like, Exo Primal looks very weird. Very unusual. <laughs> Not sure who is clamoring for that. Um, I mean, there's only one dinosaur game we need in our lives, right? Uh, what is it? Death Grounds. Uh, it's your that weird it's one that you'd love. That that animation. Animation. Death 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 <laughs> Backed on Kickstarter, thanks. Yeah. Uh, 2027. Let's oh, go. Um, this one. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like that Gundam games is a weird one as well. Like, why skin a first-person shooter is Gundam? Like, it just looks like COD. I don't understand the the appeal there. And for Spoken, just continues to not do anything for me at all. Oh, like, really? Uh, yeah, it's just not. I think for Spoken, look- I think that's why they delayed it. I think they've realized like no one cares, and they need to like make people care. And um, it just does not look interesting. Like the open world looks so. Yeah, they haven't blank. really like. <laughs> have they showed us like long gameplay? Like. 10, 15 I feel, like, I feel like I've seen uh, bits and pieces. Yeah, maybe not that long. And, like her, five, just like, like and her just like yeah. spinning around in the desert. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like, I don't know if that's going to sustain that, like a full game for yeah, me. That, that, like, that's my gut. Like when you looked at like vertical slices, it was it was good. But I feel like they realized that there probably wasn't enough of like a good game there. Totally. And there's just gonna nothing more. more exciting about like acrobatic traversal across a flat plane. <laughs> like just like woo-hoo. lots of spinning. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, these all sound like things that they would be hard pushed to fix between May and October, though. Like in the grand scheme of things, that is not a huge delay, and they they're chalking it up to polish, which I would think is more likely achievable in that time. Yeah, but nah. maybe yeah, this is just gonna, the first gonna, of many it's delays. It's like full crunch ahead, I think, from this point for them, which is unfortunate, but that's just how it is. <laughs> I just want to go. Can we just go back to Exo Primal? Um, I think sure. this. <laughs> I think this looks good. I think it could be uh, like really. I mean, really. Uh, oh, okay. It looks like the Earth Defense Force with the fucking sky. dinosaurs. It's like Lost Planet yeah, meets like that. fucking Dino Crisis. Like, what more do you want? Do you really life? get Lost Planet vibes though? I yeah, know. yeah. I, do. I, I get. Yeah. Worse. It's like those two things, oh, but worse okay. than both. Like, I don't know. Don't you guys both like Lost Planet three? Like, I don't know if you can speak. I think I lost interest like immediately in the trailer when it like opens with there's like heaps of dinosaurs on the radar today. Again, I think we've spoken about this recently. There's just not enough games with dinosaurs except for the weird one that Brody (laughs) likes on Kickstarter. (laughs) And, and then like, there's we've like, got Ark coming out with Vin Diesel. Like, what more? No do you one want? cares about that's going to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't, my only thing with this is, <laughs> I will, I will admit, like, I feel like the last thing I kind of want from Capcom is a multiplayer game, which I think is what this yeah, is, like that, it's that's six v six or five v five or something. Like, I don't really know if that's the, a vibe, you know. I think but, it's um, still story it's driven. I don't think it's competitive multiplayer. Is it? It's like co op. Yeah, I thought it was like a co op. Oh, is yeah. it? It's gonna, yeah. It's gonna be like back for blood story, like where it's like barely there. I reckon. 
Yeah, like, I don't know. It looks well, I like just, I, kind of. It was just such a Dino Crisis tease. Like I was expecting it to like end on yeah. like it being a weird TV show within like Dino Crisis, and then then pulling out to. It was just so like, there's annoying. Literally a, there's a quote in the trailer that God. says "Cloudy with a chance of raptors." Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's the and best I'm like, thing ever. Yeah, like, great. what's the problem? <laughs> like, is I don't. I think it'll be fine. But then in the leak, the leak for this was like last year. It was called Project Shield. And they said that it was like a, a shooter that's designed to appeal to the streamers. Like that's like the vibe that they were going for. So I don't really know. Say no more. If, like, Is that meant to excite us? I or mean, not? yeah. No, I'm not. No, I just realised I kind of shot myself on the foot there. So maybe it will be junk. But like, I, I don't know. I, I like that Capcom's trying new things, but I feel like they're also maybe spreading themselves a bit too thin. But whatever. Because like, why announce this for next year? And then there's like Pragmata, Resi Four remake, probably Resi Village DLC. You know. And then reverse the one everyone's waiting for. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Look, I might have just won myself back around on Exo Primal because I'm looking at a clip from the trailer at the moment and there is just, like, a frightening amount of Velociraptors, like, all coming at this dude. And to be honest, that looks like a, that looks like a good time. And that's time. the thing, like, they could be getting, like, all of this shit into RE Engine to make Dino Crisis. <laughs> like, you know? Build up those. Just cop- copy and paste it across, and then bam, you're <laughs> yeah. laughing. That's all they this need to do. Building up the repertoire of dinosaurs. Yes, I love it. Uh, anyhow, we better crack on because we've got more to discuss. Shannon, you're a big God of War fan. How does the idea of an Amazon TV show sit with you? Uh, yeah, pretty good. I, I don't know. I just feel like every everything at the moment is being turned into it to a TV show, and I feel like yeah, as much as I like God of War, like a I, I, yeah, I don't really know if it's necessary. Like, we all knew it was going to happen, but I can't really think of how it would tell the story better than God of War, the game did, the more recent one, obviously. Because that was, like, so beautifully mm. shot. I know it's a game, but, like, it was one shot throughout the whole game. It was one of the best games, like, that was told visually through that through that form. So, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. just I'm worried we're like reaching saturation, especially with PlayStation at the moment, where like everything is being turned into a movie or a TV show, like Twisted Metal, The Last of Us, Uncharted. Like I just I get why, but also no. That's right. You don't have to worry for too long. If you believe Michael Pactor, Sony won't exist or PlayStation exactly. won't exist in ten years. Yeah, so, so it's a good thing they're doing it. all of these now. Yeah, <laughs> get it out of the way for when you're not here. It was interesting. I was listening to um, Greg Miller and Gary Witter discuss this this morning on Games Daily. Um, and Gary Witter was saying that he knows that this was being discussed as a film um, and has been adapted to a TV or it's like since turned into a TV show instead. Um, and I think like I can understand why TV is like the the thing yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Everything's kind of going the way TV. And I'm sure they look at The Witcher on Netflix and go, we could do this with God of War like all too easily. And um but at the same time, I feel like with the the most recent game, like was just so cinematic, like as a game that you could almost kind of stitch together those kind of cutscenes and make a pretty a kick-ass show. film. I, I, I think well. there are, there are definitely yeah, some quieter <laughs> moments that we could see with like Kratos and all the other characters there because it didn't sure. move quite quickly. But at the same time, it's like without like Christopher Judge's voice, mm. like, I don't just don't know how it's gonna work and have the same impact it's like tom holland playing nathan drake right like it just doesn't like it's cool but it just doesn't hit in the same way as yeah. the game did yeah 
I, sh- I should probably establish if you aren't, didn't miss out on this news today that this is happening. Like this isn't just a rumor or speculation. This was announced today, right? Um, Brody, do you have any ideas as to who would make a great Kratos and Atreus? Um, well, Atreus. Like, assuming they go that direction and mm. do adapt the 2018 game, uh, like, why, why wouldn't they just get the kid? Yeah, like, who voiced him? Like I he's hope they do. an established, like he's an established actor. Like I could see that easily going the way. Yeah. Um, and like shit, they could get Christopher Judge as well if they want to like upset the 18 to 39 white male audience who are probably take exception with them changing their Kratos. Um, but I don't know if they wanted to sort of go a bit more typical and who might sell tickets i don't know like a like a dave batista or something like that i don't know oh like, yeah like maybe like, i mean he, he he's got the look at least but i mean mm. can he act not really the rock the rock's just gonna the, the rock can't the act park. either though <laughs> the rock the rock puts asses in seats sure but he can't act for shit so i don't know there's got to be some options out there but vin diesel shit i don't know <laughs> Tom I'm Holland. just naming bold, bold actors, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James, how, do you think the show has potential? And, and, you know, Brady's obviously worked in the assumption there that this is going to feature the Nor- the era of Norse mythology. But could it be Greek? Which that. route do you think it'll go? Um, it'll go, I think, for the latest game, for sure. Because that's mm-hmm. more like... I'm, like, if it's like a road TV series, I don't really know if that's what I want either. I yeah. yeah, Shannon's right. Like it doesn't. It's not right. <laughs> like it doesn't make. <laughs> I don't know. I just like it does. It's so hard to be excited about. Like because Shannon, like Shannon said, like it's all been told in the game, and then it's like okay, because I could probably do like some side plots with like fire and shit, but like, mm. like yeah, I don't know. The, and then you I could make that argument it. for any adapt- adaptation, though. Yeah, Would but you? we're talking. I'm not talking about. We're talking about God of War. Like, do you want to talk about Mass Effect? Apparently, that's happening too. Yeah, I, I think that's shit as well. <laughs> At least Mass Effect, like, so Mass Effect's apparently that's like, a big universe. Yeah, like, that's that doesn't that's rely on one character. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you can go out there and do so much more with that. Like, that would be more exciting. I but, like, like with God of War. I feel like it's already spread quite thin in terms of like it's what like we have. quite focused. Yeah, yeah. I like, more similar to Last of Us. I what? for me, like God of War, I would like to see. Like, I feel like there's obviously so many years between God of War three or. Four, God of War four or three, and and the latest oh, God yeah. of War, like those years. But I know they're not going to do that because, like, obviously they want to appeal to like hardcore and and casual fans. And I feel like that would probably be too niche. But that's what I would like to see. You mean of... like they filled the gap between? Well, there's, there like, must be like at least in. what ten, fifteen. I can't remember. Maybe it was said. There must be a, a mm. huge load of years between the Kratos that we knew in the older games and and new Kratos, and I'd love to see and that. And maybe that's how they flesh out into a TV show. Like, you kind of get some present-day stuff with yeah. flashbacks, and maybe you kind of get a flashback to the era of, like, Greek mythology and um, understand, you know, why he feels, like, the way about uh, Atreus as he does. And, yeah, that could be, uh, that look, could be It'd cool, make for some but... really cool set pieces, none the least. Like, I think, yeah. I think it'd make for a cool... TV show, but yeah, I just I'm, hope I'm surprised how much I love The Witcher as a TV show. I think like the, especially the most recent season was fantastic, and there's just like such length to that now. Like I can really see them going for a few more seasons. Um, whether or not they do, I don't know, but yeah, I reckon given how successful our show has been, I can see this one panning out somewhat similarly. Um, 
but Shannon, let me come back to you and ask you about GTA 5, the next-gen upgrade. Uh, I, last night, I downloaded the updates for my PS5, or at least preloaded them, as you can do now. Um, and I was pleased to see that GTA Online was free, but begrudgingly coughed up another 15 bucks for the single-player. Are those uh, limited-time discounted rates? But do you think that's a, a fair cop? Like, when, when do these expire, these discounts as well? I, I think they expire in June. And I, I think it's really good. I know when I sent it to you the other night, you and you said it should be free. And I really disagree with that. I think, like, if a publisher and developers, like, put time into updating this game, like, I think $15 is a reasonable amount. I was really expecting this to be, like, 80 to $100. Like, I thought there was no question about it that this was going to be a full price release. Yeah. I guess... You could make the I, argument like, well, it should be cheaper for people that did buy it on PS4, but at $15, like, I don't really feel like anyone's losing. Like, if you don't want to replay it, like, don't replay it. It's that simple. If you feel like you played it twice and don't need to again, then don't. Yeah, I think I was feeling a bit sore because I've, like, bought a PS3, PS4, and a PC yeah, which copy I of get. this game at this point. But at the same time, like, I didn't appreciate that there was going to be these discounts, and I didn't appreciate they were going to separate them out as well, which is really cool. So I think, yeah, like, well, outside free. of the promotional period... I think outside the promotional period, though, it's going to be like a $30 purchase price for GTA Online and yeah. 60 for the single player. But you can do them separately. So should you just want to play online and you have no interest in the single player again, like you can just get that. And hey, it's like free until I think you said June, which is awesome. Yeah, um, I think I think very clever on their behalf because I think a lot of people weren't yeah. even thinking about buying this. And now they're going to sell millions and millions of copies at what seems like a, a cheap amount. But when you <laughs> times that by... 5, 10, 15, 20 million mm. copies. Like, it's a lot of money for Rockstar. Yeah. Brody, what about yourself? Like, do you have any qualms about this being a paid upgrade or is it fair enough that the game came out in 2013 now and, as Shannon said, has uh, required some dev, dev work to upgrade it? Yeah, I think, I think it's fair. I think the... Uh, like promotional price for like the first handful of months. I think that's a good answer for the people who are looking for possibly like an upgrade path mm. uh, who have probably bought it two or three times. But I guess for them to like drop that price permanently and deprive themselves of the money of, you know, like Shannon said, maybe 10 or 20 million people who haven't played it before and haven't, because I mean, there's new gamers every day. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, that, that probably wouldn't have been smart business, but um people are still like it's still one of the best-selling games every year so i mean people are going to be buying it regardless of the price and uh, look 60 dollars is pretty reasonable gta 5 is still a you know a pretty big game and that comes with the online as well so um yeah i think it's i think it's it's fair enough it's fair enough yeah james i can't say i can think of another game that's lived over three console generations in the same way that gta 5 has not that it's lost much steam, as Brody just mentioned, but do you expect to see it to kind of get a second wind out of this and us to see like a kind of surge in the player base once more? Yes. Excellent. I can't wait to say online. And oh, wasn't that a, was that not a rapid fire? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I um. Yeah. I. That's just like ridiculous. I just the. The size of this game is, like, ridiculous, like, in terms of player base. Like, I can't even, like, comprehend it when I think about it, you know? Um, mm. I feel like everybody's bought it at least three times, except me. And then, like, I just... Yeah, I think $15 is fine. How much is, like, um, an upgrade for, like, Sony going forward, do we know? Like, what's GT? $15. Australian. The same. Yeah. But then that's for... You would have bought the PS4 one, right? So they're just giving... Yeah. They're just selling it for $15. Like, GDA is being sold $15 now. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. I like retail releases I think will be fifty to sixty dollars, probably. But like Yeah, you're right. Which is like April or something. Um but yeah, I cool, I guess. I think it's like more exciting that they're making six, personally. Yeah, yeah. I think what's really cool about this one as well is they've got the like the four million in cash like starter thing, so they're really accommodating for new players quite well, um, which I'm sure is only going to benefit in the long run too. Keen to get stuck in there again with people. It's going to be fun. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to come back yes. to you. PAX Australia is making its long-awaited return this October as an in-person event after a series of cancellations and online-only events throughout the pandemic. Just quickly, before we move on to the rapid fire, this is like a segue into rapid fire. What's the one thing that you're most excited about for, about going back to PAX for? Seeing all of you, my favorite people in the world. No, so cute. Brody? Being in the presence of James, but... But but not quite meeting him, <laughs> being in his essence. But that will change. Um, James is a busy man. My uh, I don't know. Mine's probably maybe seeing the next unpacking, like the next game that could be the next unpacking. Oh, I getcha. A good little indie that will be very unassuming. Not seeing all of us. No, no, no. <laughs> I see you every week on this thing, so <laughs> that's enough. James. Uh, I don't know if I'm even going to go at this stage. But <gasps> no. Wow. I don't want to make... Yeah, I don't know. It I is a track I, for you. It's fair. It is a very long track. A lot of money. But yeah. We'll see. Shannon will pay. I will <laughs> okay. pay. What if I fly you down and you can stay in the guest room with Mark and I? <laughs> no, nah, I'll stay at a hotel and you can pay for that. Why would you I'll and stay. Mark stay in the guest room as well? <laughs> yeah, all three of us. <laughs> What's going on in the normal bedroom? Let's share the single bed. Right, I'll come to the hotel with you. That's even oh, better. That's really nice of you. Thank you. Now I'm definitely going. Why wouldn't I go? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> in serious, I'm serious. I do now think like it's weird. a sense of everyone being together, like the random yeah. people that you see once a year or once every three years since COVID. Like that's yeah. definitely the best part. I don't really think there's a huge amount of like games there for us to see apart from like the indie stuff that Brody mentioned and the stuff you come mm. across but yeah just the the sense of community for at least the first hour or two anyway. let's be honest Shannon you, <laughs> yeah. you just miss walking through this place I and having everyone recognize hours. you yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah everyone's yeah. like oh my god it's press start and that happens <laughs> anywhere press start. these days so I don't, don't need to go to PAX <laughs> yeah i'm the same i look forward to just like spending the saturday on the show floor when it's just like at its peak capacity and just kind of taking that all in all the cosplay and the smells <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i've actually got into board games in the past like six months as well so i might actually check out like the the tabletop area for the first time like ever and uh and pick up a couple of myself there rather than stinging them off my mates anyhow with that let's jump over to the rapid fire question of the day and james forspoken has been delayed and is now coming out on october 11th as we mentioned earlier in the show and gotham knights finally has a release date also in october on the 25th which are you more excited for um at t- right now gotham knights brody gotham knights Shannon? Gotham Knights, but also Forspoken. Oh, I'm the only one that's going to say Forspoken. Damn. Well, I don't yeah, know. I Amy Hennig, I trust. Think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they haven't done anything to sell it to me. Like, give me a demo. I don't know. 
Let me bespoke myself. Well, to be fair, <laughs> it does. Wow. It, just to, to elaborate a little bit, I know it's rapid fire. I fucking no, find no, it no, no. weird that Gotham Knights dropped in a tweet the morning that a state of play was happening. I do not understand that at all. Yeah. Like just an image, right? Like no trailer like or anything? Like even just dropping it in an image in the state of play, like with nothing new, would have been better yeah. than that. It's been the weirdest marketing for that game, so... Yeah, maybe we'll all be eating odd. our words. Except remember you they were teasing it for like four years. Exactly, and they never even like, finished yeah. the tease. Oh my god! Yeah, the whole Court of Owl stuff and everything. Oh my god! I totally forgot all about that. <laughs> Anyhow, with that, let's play a round of What the Wiki, the Press Starts podcast game show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. And speaking of those points, last week. They were awarded to James, who was in the hosting chair today. Brody, you're currently in the lead on three points. James, just behind on two. Myself and Kieran tied on one. Shannon, Harry, James... Uh, sorry. Not James. Shannon, Harry, and Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. All tied on nil. Uh, James, Huge. the show is yours. Cool. So I forgot to prep this, so I'm going to be doing it live right now. Oh, so no. Wow. Let's go. Um, the king is hair raising. Yeah. Anyway, are we ready? Sure. Are you? Okay. The biggest question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I'm not. But it's fine. Get okay, your buzzes ready. Casey just reads out the name of the game. Yeah. She's yeah. Not deleted it from a script. <laughs> if I if I do and you get it, it's yours. So whatever. <laughs> um. Okay. The game will feature both cooperative gameplay and player versus player combat, as well as skill tree mechanics. Whatever that means. It will also feature multiple maps, including the Cabin in the Woods from the film series, along with 25 weapons, including Shannon. the main... Oh. Y- oh. Yep. The Evil Dead game. I don't... Do- the Evil words Dead are all right, just they're in the wrong order. So you, 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 you pay that. <laughs> yeah. So Shannon won. Everyone else, <laughs> nothing. At all. Okay. Oh, pad, pad, pad. Be- you guys all pat, have to go pat, on the ball. <laughs> we should, and that should just be our go-to. Whenever we need to fill time, we just say pad, 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 pad. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Oh, you're listening you to the Way Study Podcast like, too. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Quickly, fan anyway. while they're not listening. <laughs> you all have to be on the ball for this one because it's going to be a photo finish. If that's Ooh. a thing for audio. Um, the game <laughs> was announced in a Nintendo Direct... Full stop. A free-to-play <laughs> online playtest of the game was available to register on February fifteen. Oh. oh, it was Shannon. Nintendo Switch Sports. Yes, it is Nintendo Switch Sports. Damn. I'm on the board. We love Shannon's on the board. Well Too done. Slow. Okay, so those are all games coming out <laughs> next month. Shannon's got faster internet than us. This is unfair. Yeah. That's not how it works. <laughs> Uh, Shannon, that bumps you up to a point, your first point of the season so far, tied with myself and Kieran. So, yeah. Good. It's, uh, hope- hopefully we're going to have a bit more of a competitive season um, this year, but we'll, f- we'll find so. out. Shannon, you will be like <laughs> hosting next week. But until then, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.au and visit the site at Pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at Shancake underscore on the Twitter and Instagrams. Also joining us today was Brody. 
Uh, thank you. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. And last but not least, we're joined by James. You can find me on the Twitter at, at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. I tweet about everything and anything these days. So <laughs> if you want goes. a good variety tweeter, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been your host, Ewan Roxbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxbury. Not a lot of variety there, I'm sorry to say. Head to James for that. But thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. Bye.